Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am athlete tonight. Lance on third and long, dropping back to pass. Stepping up in the pocket, throwing it deep downfield to Craig. He's got it to the 30, the 25, the 20, the 10, and touchdown. And the speedster, Danny Gray, welcome to the 49ers. And I think we found out who the deep threat is going to be this year. I look at it as not taken away from anything else, but I feel like everything was there for us under our control. Uh, we got to be able to figure out how to make a second and one, a third and one, um, how to get that turnover that we had given to us um, to finish someone. Obviously, I have a much better handle on it. I feel like I'm in a, a much better space mentally and physically. Uh, but mindset every day is just, you know, get better every single day. Come out and compete, uh, compete against this defense every single rep. Something goes wrong, turn the page, you know, whatever it may be. I Am Athlete Tonight presents Countdown to Kickoff. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am the host with my squad, Brandon Flowers and Adam Pac-Man. So shout out the 49ers radio on Sirius XM for that thought and sound of Trey Lance throwing a bomb for a touchdown to Danny Gray in the preseason game. That was also Kyle Shanahan talking about how he feels this team has everything they need on the roster to make a playoff run. And also Trey Lance also speaking about how he feels better in his second year. And you heard it. It's countdown to kickoff. Now in our countdown to kickoff segment, we really hone in and lock in on one team as we lead up to opening night kickoff between the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. And today, the team that we're really honing in on is the San Francisco 49ers. They finished 10 and seven last year, lost in the NFC championship game to the Los Angeles Rams. Head coach Kyle Shanahan is the offensive genius, one of the bright offensive minds in the NFL. And it's the Trey Lance show. That's what it's all about this year, right? He will be placing uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who is still waiting to get traded away. Now, Garoppolo has taken the 49ers to the Super Bowl and taken them to the NFC championship game, which was just last year. Trey Lance started two games when Garoppolo was uh, beat up last year. And in those two games, and he came in for, you know, a few other plays and other games. He threw for over 600 yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions. And he's also a dynamic guy with his legs, ran for over 160 yards as well. The running game, everybody knows the Kyle Shanahan office is built off of this running game. Elijah Mitchell was a late round gem for them. Um, he ran for almost a thousand yards last year and averaged over 4.7 yards to carry. Debo Samuel got paid this offseason. He's Mr. All-Purpose for them, had uh, over 1,700 all-purpose yards in 2021. In 2021, Brandon Ayuk had over 800 yards receiving. I think he's going to have a really big year this year when people really key in on George Kittle and Debo Samuels. I think, you know, Brandon Ayuk can have a really good year. They also signed Ray Ray McLeod to be a slot receiver. And you heard, you know, Danny Gray, you heard that the announcer say, I think we found the speed element on this team. This guy, Danny Gray, can run, right? He's going to be the deep down the threat, uh, down the field threat. To me, they got the best tight end in football in George Kittle. You're talking about a guy that's a complete tight end, blocking tight end, had over 900 yards receiving, and he missed three games last year. So that lets you know how good of a guy he is in receiving the ball. Offensive line, they probably got the best offensive lineman in football in Trent Williams, right? This guy, B-Flow Impact, was on the Madden 99 club. I don't think there's ever been an offensive line in the 99 club in Madden. That lets you know how good he is. Now, there's been – you know, some questions about the rest of their offensive line. They dealt with some injuries. Their first-round pick, uh, Mike McGlitchie, is coming off a knee injury, and he's kind of had some irritation in camp, so he's out right now. Daniel uh, Brunskill had a hamstring injury, and he'll be out for a couple of weeks. So it looks like 
Jake Brenda will, you know, most likely be the starting center to start off the season. They're starting a guard, uh, starting a rookie at the, one of their guard spots, and fourth round rookie Spencer uh, Burford out of um, University of Texas San Antonio. So this offensive line has some question marks about it. Beflo, can Trey Lance get this team back to the playoffs this year? Trey Lance can definitely get this team back to the playoffs, and I'm confident in that because. When we was I am athlete, right? When they sat down with Shannon, and he told you what he was thinking when he mm. came to this team. It it solved a lot of questions I had, right? Like why you choose Trey Lance over Jimmy? Crazy, G? right? And he just <laughs> like, listen, I don't want a perfect guy. Like y'all, the fans might want the perfect guy at quarterback. Like I know he raw, but yeah. he's gonna make my offense so much more versatile. Mm. And leave that to me as a coach to make sure I fine tune him, right? Like let that be my thing. Right. And even if he start out slow or make mistakes, like I know over the next year or so into three years, like It'll I'm going to create yeah. a monster, right? So I just love the direction that Coach Shanahan is going with this. And I love the interview we did because we seen like his vision on this thing. Yeah. And I think Trey Lance going to make some, I think he's going to make up for those offensive line additions that you kind of shake you about. Yeah, like exactly. with his legs, he can move. He's not going to be a statue like Jimmy G. And I think Kyle Shan Coach Shanahan knows that. So I I'm looking forward to the 49ers doing some damage this year. Yeah, what do you think, Pac? Do you think that the 49ers can make a, a playoff run with Trey Lance as the quarterback? Of course. Um, I had a chance to talk to John Lynch when we was there uh, on behalf of I Am Athlete. And th this is their guy. Um, Jimmy G, um, he's been there. He haven't gotten him over the hump. Um, this guy can do a, a lot similar things that Jimmy G did, but he's a little bit more athletic. Um, but as far as uh, the morale of the team, it was very, very up-tempo. But, hey, they're going to make the playoffs because of Shanahan. Bro, let's, yeah, not, yeah. let's, not, let's not get <laughs> too far ahead of the game because Shanahan is by far one of the best offensive-minded uh, offensive coordinators to ever – probably coach the game he know how to put guys in in great position and with the tight end they got it's not going to be that hard um to put guys in and misdirection and yeah. do what they do best with uh Debo Samuel so um I'm I'm eager there to make the playoffs um especially with the guys they have up front on the defensive side of the ball yeah. um it, it should be it should be a no-brainer for the playoffs but I will say this with Shanahan anything is possible <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If they're healthy, anything is possible, B. And, Pac, I like that you said that because it's only like three or four coordinators in the yes. NFL like that. You might have McVay, Andy Reid, and maybe one more outside of Shanahan yeah, that's yeah, there with yeah. They're putting their team thematically <laughs> yes. in the playoffs, right? And it's yes. the game. Yes, right. It's not just like we lining up quarterback, y'all go through all y'all checks and get us in the right position. Like, no, I'm gonna bring the scheme. Oh, yeah, we don't right. need to check like that. Like, I'm gonna get everybody open. I know what they go run in the zones. We go sit right here. Then man, we go do this yeah. and just he knows how to take your yeah. heart away from you schematically. And I think um to that point when you know IAA or I am athlete went on the training camp tour and talked to you know Mike Tomlin. They were asking him about coaches. He talked about Shanahan and McVay and how they want to take your soul schematically. Mm -hmm. Like they they gonna have the mismatch that they want every single time. Every time. Like it don't even matter who the quarterback is. We know what defense you're in, and we're gonna take your soul, and there ain't nothing you could do about it. And I think, you know, just playing for Kyle that one year, like some of the plays he would draw up in practice, I was like, God, <laughs> like this damn near undefendable. Like you can't defend it. Like literally, bro. Like I think he was one of the first, you know, coordinators or he's a head coach, but He's the offensive coordinator mm -hmm. that I see, you know, in, in college, they do this, right? 
where they do that like uh that flip play to the tight end when they bring him back across the formation. Yeah. Um, bro, I was like, he did that with George Kittle. I'm like, bro, we do this in the league. Like, bro, you you, you know, you know the most impressive thing about all of that was when we was out there at practice, he called everything without a script. Mm. He had a dude beside him writing it, writing down, I guess, if it was a positive or a negative. Like it was crazy, bro. I mean, like ready for the season at all times. And those guys are so innovative because you yeah. know football yeah. just going through their head at all times. all times. And they never go get stale of vanilla. It's gonna be always something different that they know they can do to make their team just elevate. Well, B Flow and Pack, I'll ask you this question. I'll start with you, B Flow. Do you do you think it's possible to leave Jimmy Garoppolo on this team? Or would it just be too much for Trey Lance to be worried about, you know, if I mess up, they're gonna bring Jimmy back in? You know what? I think with this coaching staff, they straight shooters. And they strike me as a team like, hey, we go call a spade a spade. Jimmy G is a pro. He's been a backup before to yeah. the guy. Right? <laughs> to the guy. <laughs> so I think he understands, like, yo, I would love to be the starter. I took this team to the Super Bowl, but I know my place here, right? And I'm yeah. not going to become a distraction. Uh, I just think he knows his role. So he's, he's going to do everything he can to help Trey Lance and be that guy. He knows when it's time for him to get traded – he knows the 49ers go do their job on sending him to the best place possible, right? They're yeah. not gonna send him to a bad situation. So I think they all are on board. Now I keep Jimmy G and just say just in case of emergency, <laughs> yeah, like we still can make that run and we gonna need you. But so, I think it, I think it's different with you know some of this generation. Like you don't want your young quarterback back there thinking like, damn, if I mess up, I are think they, they let Trey him? know like it's yours. This is your, your show, card. no matter this what. Is your yeah. show. We go, we gonna ride. Say, I, on well, I can I can for sure tell you guys. Um, from the general manager, from John Lynch, if we're Trey is the guy. Like it's no question in San Francisco. Uh, is Jimmy G coming back or is he? No, it's hey bro. They love him to death. They show they 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 said it to us. Um, and sometimes in life, you know, it's it's not personal. It's just business. And um, I do think that uh, John will make sure that he's in a great situation, but. Jimmy G is not a part of the offense right now. You get what I'm saying? Like he's 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 not even practicing with yeah, the team. The they making sure yeah. he's on the other side. You know what I mean? Working out, throwing his balls, but um, they can't have him get hurt. You know what I mean? Then it's a ten million dollar clause. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. I think I think John John Lynch is a straight shooter because he was straight honest with us. Um, I think Shanahan is a straight shooter. I think Jimmy already know what the deal is because. For them to tell us and be straight with us, I'm quite sure they have a great relationship with him and, and told him what it was. So um, I, I I know for sure um, Jimmy G is not the guy in San Francisco. Um, is, he I don't think the younger guy, I, they already told him he's the guy. I don't think mentally um, in his mind he's worried about that. He's worried about, you know what I mean, being the best that he can be in, in this offense. Well, I'll ask this last offensive question, uh, and then we'll move, push it forward to the defense. B-Flow, do you think the 49ers have enough to overtake the NFC West crown back from the Rams? They do. You know, they're a mm. solid football team, right? Uh, they don't got no holes on their football team. They might have the best linebacker in football, have one of the best pass rushers in football. Yeah. They for showing up, they secondary, and Shanahan run the offense. So they are in the tough division, but mm -hmm. they just go beat each other up, but – I think when it comes to playoff time, any given Saturday or Sunday, whatever day they play, you can't automatically put the Rams over the Niners or yeah. anybody in the NFC over the Niners right now. 
So so I think they're just in a great position right now. It's on Shanahan. He's gonna make the he gonna make the play calls that he needs to make this team go. Yeah, what do you think, Pat? You think the 49ers have enough to to take over the NFC West crown from the Rams? Um, um, what? How short was they last year? You know, so they've always yeah, been, right. <laughs> right. I'm saying they always in the hunt. And from my understanding with this younger guy, they expect him more. They went with this guy because they think they that he can get them over the hump. Um, so um all depend on who's healthy in January, man. Yeah. Um, I think they have a good shot though. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, Adam Pac-Man Jones and Brandon Flowers, and we're in our countdown to kickoff segment and really honing in and breaking down the San Francisco 49ers. We talked about the offense, their young quarterback, Trey Lance. Let's go over to the defense, and this is one of the best defenses in football, maybe even the best. Like, let's not even sugarcoat it. Nick Bosa, to me, is a, is a candidate for defensive player of the year. Last year, 15 and a half sacks. Eric Armstead is a guy that can play outside and inside. Had six sacks last year. Javon Kinlaw comes back from injury. He's looked really good in preseason so far. And they drafted Drake Jackson, who I really liked out of USC. This is a bendy defensive end that can get to the quarterback. To me, one of the best linebackers in football, and Fred Warner, over 130 tackles last year. Pair him with Drake Greenlaw in the middle. And Jimmy Ward, to me, is the, the most underrated safety in this game. I'm talking about B-Flow, and you can understand it. You can understand this, Pat, because you guys were in the defensive defensive backs in the NFL. This guy has the skill set to play defense. I mean, cornerback has a skill set to play safety because coming out of the, in the draft, he played corner, right? This guy played corner. He's he's a guy that routinely has to line up against Cooper Cup in the slot. Not so many safeties can do that and actually guard Cooper Cup, but Jimmy Ward can do that, and he's a sure-fire tackler. Tredavious Ward is a really good corner that they got in free agency from the Kansas City Chiefs, and Emmanuel Mosley is a good starting corner on the opposite side. So, B-Flow, with this defense being as good as it is, can they win games as long as Trey Lance doesn't lose games? Oh, for <laughs> sure. This, this 49ers team was built on defense. Once yeah. they made that uh, Super Bowl run, they kind of oh, yeah. knew what their – Their identity and, was. And John Lynch is yeah. a defensive guy, like, right? When yes. he was in Tampa, like, that's what he knows, and that's what he believes. Like, if they have a great little tandem over there, yeah. right? Because Shanahan's all about offense. John Lynch still like, nah, defense winning championship. <laughs> right? yeah. So, so they, have a, they have a nice little balance over there. But we sleeping on the guy by the name of Jason Verrett, right? Yeah, he's if he can always, come back. He's always, yeah. he's always banged and he's always hurt. But if he can stay healthy, he yeah. takes away a whole side of a field still yeah. to this day, right? So you think he, do you think they would maybe even work him in the slot now because they lost their their slot guy, Kawan Williams, he went to Denver. He's a maybe, lockdown outside corner. So, like, I mean, you think Davis Worker may be playing inside, huh? He's tall. I don't know. I mean – Cause he's a shorter guy, it's, it's gonna quick be, guy. It's gonna be tough. Mosley, I don't think you're playing. No, the slot. You gotta be smart to play in that slot, man. Yeah, and, yeah. It's be interesting yeah. To see what fact, that's do. what people don't realize. Cause yeah. the slot is almost like being a quarterback when it comes to different coverages. You oh, know, the slot. Know. If it go three by one, you you, you plan a different coverage. You know, it might go from three by one to two by one. You got to drop back and be the half field safety. So that slot is just more than just going in and just playing football. Yeah, you literally a corner safety and yeah. linebacker all in one, right? Yeah. So I mean, and and before talk, let's circle back to something you said earlier. When you know you heard the interview that we had with Kyle Shanahan, he talked about the reason why they traded up to get Trey Lance. A big part of it was the money issue, right? That's mm -hmm. what he said. Guy like uh, Nick Bosa, like. What do you think he's going to demand <laughs> next year? Like, I'm surprised they ain't trying to get that deal done this year because next be the year the highest. price tag going to go up even higher. Yeah, he's, he's going to definitely be the highest defensive player uh, paid in football, uh, which is he deserved it. He deserves it, right? For sure. <laughs> he's the engine that go over there. 
but it's just so smart, right? You don't yeah. get this chance to not have to pay your quarterback for another yeah. four to five years. Right. You already have a team and you can build up even more for four to five years. You never would get that chance ever yeah. again in life. So business-wise, it was a no-brainer. Yeah. And they had a quarterback they actually liked. And exactly. Jump up and they and did give. it. Yeah. It wasn't settling. So it just worked out but perfectly. It, it also makes sense right now because we always talk about evaluating these young quarterbacks. And a lot of times these quarterbacks go high and it's because they're on terrible teams. Well, you know, they had to trade up to get Trey Lance, right, um, and, and get him – I, if I'm not mistaken, it might have been after the Super Bowl year or two years removed from the Super Bowl that they traded up to get him, right? But now they get a true evaluation because they have the pieces in place, right? On offense, you got the best offensive tackle. You got the best tight end. You got a, a number one receiver on the outside. Brandon Ayuk is a really good number two. You know it's Kyle Shanahan. You're going to have a run game. So now Trey Lance has everything he needs to succeed. So I think that's a, a big issue with a lot of these young quarterbacks. I think Justin Herbert fell into the perfect position because the Chargers just had an off year that year. But that team was ready-made, right? He had the weapons on offense. Now, they had some issues, you know, as far as the offensive line. But he had a good running back in Austin Eckler. He had two good receivers on the outside. He had a, a good uh, tight end at the time and Jared Cook. So he had weapons. That way he could truly develop and he'd have success. Now Trey Lance has the same thing. And a lot of these quarterbacks, they go into situations where they don't have that. Like Joe Burrow didn't have that his first year. You know, they end up getting Jamar Chase last year. And people wondered, should they have gone offensive line? And Joe Burrow got beat to shit last year. But he also had one of the best receivers we may have seen. You know, it's only been one year. But, you know, Jamar Chase, Chase's trajectory, he could be one of the best receivers in NFL history. I'm, I'm going to tell you this about San Fran, right? This is how history repeats itself. Alex Smith, all he is is Jimmy Garoppolo. And when Cap came in, yeah, yeah. walk and do so much more. Like, Sad. Cap wasn't a perfect, like, pocket passer, but he's going to make stuff happen with his feet. He's going to exactly. throw it downfield. He's got that yards it, dynamic in factor. Yeah. yeah, and it can take the uh, NFL by surprise and storm that they added that extra element, and he can get them to the Super Bowl just like that. And it's not going to be so perfect and as methodical as Jimmy G. It's not going to look the same. It's not going to look calm. It yeah. can be erratic, and they can make a little six-game, seven-game run because yeah. he's just out of his world. It's just all that is happening all over again right and now. We, and we got to realize we, we was talking about defense. I'm going back to John Lynch with the linebackers. We already know that they got one of the best fronts up front. Yeah. yeah. This kid, Fred Warner. Oh, he's he, one of the best linebackers. He, but he, he might not go and just smack somebody, but he make – Every play. Every yeah. play, bro. I mean, he make every play. It ain't all fancy, you know what I mean? But you're going to hear this guy name called 15, 20 times during the time of the game. So this is the part that's going to make it so easy for Shanahan and the young boy quarterback because guess what? I don't turn the ball over. You know what I mean? Let's keep. You already know what the offense is, is going to be with, with Shanahan back there. And with these guys up front, the, the secondary is a solid secondary. Yeah. But this kid, uh, 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 Warner, like, yeah, he, he makes the game so much easy, easier for everybody else, man. Yeah. But if I ask you this, who do you think is the most important piece? Now, it could be in, it could be a coach, it could be a player, it could be a position group. Most important piece for the 49ers to have success this year. Me, I personally think Warner because I was out there. He is the. He is the spark of the defense. I know Bosa is the big, big, where Bosa is, you know what I mean? But this guy get everybody lined up. He makes sure everybody in the right position. He's talking, and he's always around the ball, man. To me, if he stay healthy, the defense goes through him and the defensive front. 
Who do you think it is? Before? For me, it's Trey Lance, right? Mm. Because we assuming he's just gonna play well, right? Yeah. <laughs> if he come out turning the ball over three yeah. and out, it's like where were you throwing the ball, bro? It doesn't matter how much your defense get out there. Shanahan like, ain't gonna let him do that, B. <laughs> B. Shannon ain't gonna let him do that. You know, oh, yeah. screen. They're gonna be they're gonna be a run heavy team. Yeah, he ain't gonna let him do that. You know that, B. He, like, come on, you got the best offense, least arguably. You know, I I I, I like um, my dude up in um, um, Chiefs, City, right? uh, Andy uh, Reid, number one. But come on, bro, like this guy is this guy is really good. I hear that pack, and I know what you're saying. Like, if he starts tripping, he gonna get the ball out of his hands quick. But mm -hmm. Shanahan rubbing his hands together like he actually go throw that deep ball now. Yeah, he hated yeah, he it. He wouldn't throw the deep ball. He's like, bro, yeah, he hated I don't it. Want yeah. him to throw it? Like, yeah, please or he throw couldn't it. connect like, on it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just hoping when he give him that green light, like, yo, I need you to throw it. Hey, oh, I think Trey gonna like, let it go. But he can't be go. turnovers. That's can't be turnovers. This this is my thing, right? To Pac-Man's point, I don't think Shanahan gonna even put it in. Trey Lance's hand, and he don't need to, right? I don't know if you guys heard this, but Nick Bosa had came out earlier in the offseason and told him, like, hey, you got this team set up to win. Yeah. Like, essentially what he told him is just don't go lose the game for us, right? We're going to take it from here on defense. And like you said, Pac-Man John Lynch, you know, was a safety uh, Hall of Famer. He knows that defense wins championships, and they got arguably the best defense in football. We just need you to run the offense that Kyle Shanahan has. Yes. He's going to take care of business on this side of the ball. But to me, it comes down to the offensive line, right? Because we talked about it, right? This is a run-heavy offense, right? They do a great job schematically setting up different runs. And with this offensive line being beat up the way it is, I'm worried about that continuity, right? Guys moving around, you know. Um, again, they got one of the best, you know, offensive linemen in Trent, maybe the best offensive lineman in Trent Williams. But those other spots have been interchangeable. And then you also have a rookie guard starting. Like, that's a big deal for a team that wants to make a run, a team that's looking to try to, you know, unseed the Los Angeles Rams from the NFC West, you know, the Arizona Cardinals are a playoff team. Like you got to see both of these teams twice a year. So like, I think to me, the most important piece is this offensive line. Can they come together? Can they get it along now with Kyle? He's going to make it easy with that zone scheme. You just got to be athletic enough to get in front of people. Right. Yeah. So he ain't going to yeah. put too much onus on him. He's not going to drop Trey Lance back on seven step drops. Yeah. Right. So he's going to take a lot of it off of their hands. But if they're ever down in the game, that's why I'm concerned about yeah. the offensive line. That's where it could be an issue. New York Giants top pick Kayvon Thibodeau left Sunday night's preseason win over the Bengals with a knee injury and did not return. Now, initial test have revealed that the Giants defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau suffered a sprained MCL that is expected to sideline him for three to four weeks per, per source. His ACL meniscus were intact. Giants are still hopeful that he'll be ready for the regular season opener versus the Titans per source. Now, it didn't look promising when it happened, right? Kayvon Thibodeau, it was a run play. It was a split zone play, which the offensive line goes left and the tight end comes back across the formation to cut off the defensive end. Well, Thaddeus Moss, the tight end for the Bengals, went low on Thibodeau, and it looks like his knee got kind of caught up from under him. So, I mean, you know, that, that, that play, again, is legal, right? It's a legal block. I would say you shouldn't do that in the preseason game, but, again, these are live bullets. Guys are trying to win jobs. Kayvon Thibodeau has to realize you know, during the, the preseason. Oh, so now, hold on, bro. Well, so now you're telling the guy how to no, play. No, I'm no. I'm just saying he has to realize that. Like, so we got rules. Can I bro. take my piece? Can I, can I tell my side? Can Jeez, I tell my side? Bro. My bad. Go I was ahead, saying. Bro. I was just saying. We talked about this during the break, and you guys were right. I do agree with this. Like you have to understand, this isn't practice. Guys are gonna go full tilt, and you have to 
act accordingly. You got to play accordingly. But I think we should just throw all cut blocks out of the game, right? Because I talked about this with Pac-Man and B-Flow. That's because you're big. No, no, listen to this. But listen to this. It's crazy now how all the, the, the rules as far as cut blocks are slanted towards the offense, right? We talked about this, Pac. You played corner. B-Flow played corner. I saw last week the Patriots versus Carolina Panthers. Their first-round pick, Iki Iquano, the offensive tackle, pulled, right? Marcus Jones was the third-round pick for the Patriots. He's a corner. He on the island now versus 320 pounds, <laughs> Pac. And you got to set the edge at at uh, five foot 10, 185 pounds versus a guy that's 6'4", 320 pounds. But if you cut block him, that's a foul. But Thaddeus Moss, who's a 245-pound tight end, can come back across the formation and cut a defensive end that's 250 pounds. I mean, make it make sense to me. My thing is either allow it on both sides or take it out for both sides. So, what do you guys think? So when I first came in the league in 2005, we was cutting their ass. You can come up and chop the shit out of them. I mean, full speed. You know, they used to do them crack tosses back then, big boy football. Yeah. I would go up, and actually, it hurts more to go up and chop their ass than OLED. With the game being what the game is now, that's a business decision for me. Hey, coach. <laughs> hey, coach, you, you already know. I'm finna OLED, OLED. A business decision is I'm a OLED. So, OLED mean like, ah, uh, go ahead, bro. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, um, you got to pick and choose what you want to put me in if I can't chop it. Yeah, what you think about that, B-Flow? You know what? Uh, give us something on the defense side of the ball, right? Yeah, literally, they, everything is slanted <laughs> for the offense. Like, good Lord. So, so yeah, they should take chopping out. You, you got to give us something. Like, we touch their face masks, hands to the face. Everything. And like you said, yeah. we can't set the edge as DBs. Like, I used to actually like to go hit them knees because I feel like if we blitzing, right, because yeah. I played nickel too, if they can get their hands on you, Olave yeah, trying to choke yeah, you yeah. out coming through there, right? Man. So if I What's get a chance to touch perfect them example. Knees, that's I'm what, like, that's what on, happened to Marcus Jones. He got go. knocked all the way out of bounds trying to set the edge because, again, he giving up about 150 pounds. Like, that's what I'm saying. But like, but but a tight end that weighs the same amount of weight as a defensive end can come back across the formation and go low on the guy. See, on that play, that's football, right? You looking at him in his face, like, that's a, that's a football. On the pool, you look at him. Can I say this, though? <laughs> anybody, anybody – that's played pro football. Once you get that formation right there, and you're the backside end, or you know that split zone, and you know you got to spill this thing, you yeah. either ear hole his ass, or you better get low. You already know. I mean, you get go, your hands you, low. Or you go cut him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that. You know what I think it really is? I think he's a rookie, and he yeah. forgot that he wasn't in practice. He's seen that play in practice, right? He's seen that play in practice, and you know practice ain't full speed. It ain't like bullets. He went up there and kind of put his hands out. <laughs> he of forgot. Yeah, he yeah. Forgot. Like, that's that rookie mistake. Like, I forgot just that quick, and I didn't get down. I didn't protect myself as much. And it only take one little mistake like that with that kind and of I, I had people killing me on Twitter saying that because I said, hey, look, in this game, you got to protect yourself at all times. That's first and foremost. Second of all, any body that's played – high collegiate football in college, whatever it is, D1, D2, and you see that formation, and time you see the quarterback opposite handoff, you know what's coming to you. Facts. So 
that was my point. And for all you guys on Twitter that's on my damn line saying, <laughs> ah, and you know, New York is a big media. So, oh, yeah, they come. Hey, out. look, Giant fans coming out. Let me let y'all ass know now. You gotta, you, when you scrap, that's when you scrap up, you gotta be, you gotta protect yourself at all times and be ready. He wasn't ready. That's shame on him. Mm. Tell them how you really feel, Pac. But this is my thing, right? Because I don't know if you guys remember this. Last year, Yannick Ngakwe played for the Raiders. And Logan Thomas, on that same play, right, was coming back across the formation. And Yannick cut him <laughs> instead of having to tie it in, cut him, right? And then people were talking about how dirty that is. But I'm like, this is a perfect example because I know I think uh, me and Mike Garofolo, Garofolo was, like, tweeting back and forth against each other because supposedly I think I think Ron Rivera was like, that play could have been avoided. But I'm like, all right, Ron, you – You've been out there taking them live bullets before, so you know how it is. Like, how many times has Yannick probably been cut on that backside by a tight end? He said, this time, I'm going to cut you. That way you don't cut me no more. Perfect example, I got a story for you guys. Like, when I was playing in Jacksonville, uh, I was starting defensive end. The other end was Matt Roth, right? And we saw on film all week long. I'm trying to remember who we were playing. It might have been the Eagles, right? That same play split zone. Every single time they tied in, all of them, no matter who was in there, was cutting on that play. So we said, when we get this formation, whether, you know, if you're the guy away from the yo tight end, the guy in the backfield, we like, we're going to cut, we're going to cut the shit out of this guy. Go cut his ass. Yeah. We cut him just so they know what what we bring in this game. They know what the temperature is and they won't do it for the rest of the game. And sure enough, he was the one that was able to do it on the first play. And I tell you this, Pac and Brandon, they ain't cutting out one damn time the rest of that game. So you got to send a message. Like, so like, my thing is like, people talk about, you know, that was a, be- a dirty play by Thaddeus Small, thirty dirty play by Yannick. Just take the shit out of the game and we ain't got to worry about it. Yeah. See, this is the thing. <laughs> what people need to realize is the game ain't based on sympathy, right? I don't got yeah. time to think about what this might do to you. Exactly. How it might hurt These you. bullets. Like, oh, this preseason. Yeah, I got, a split <laughs> second. I got a split second to think about me and what I need to do at the end of the day. So this yeah. is a combat of sport, man. Like. We know what we signing up for. Protect yourself when you strap that uh, chin strap up. So yeah, he got a plus on that on his grade out sheet. I'm telling you that right now. Oh wow, <laughs> you all deep. Before, how big of a loss do you think this could be potentially if Kayvon Thibodeau isn't ready for the opener versus the Tennessee Titans? You know, I don't think he'll be ready. I wouldn't put him out there 80, 70 percent. No needs. He's a rookie. Exactly. Like why? And I think you just hold him out just because you're not expecting to win that division. I I don't think they're expecting to win that division this year. Wow. Hello. I, Tell I, me I, how you really feel, b <laughs> <laughs> well, Do you not, think they're going to win the division, Pat? Hell no. <laughs> like, you know, they ain't in a run for the – I think they know that. With Danny Dimes back there, they – nah. It's, put, a, it's a rebuild. If you put – Philly, Dallas, that's it. <laughs> exactly. Philly, Philly, Dallas, right? Yeah. And they know they just – they got to get their core players in there, right? Yeah. So they're going to let him rest. Give them time to start building up this core defense and the offense side of the ball to see like what they have as a team. Yeah. Pac, do you, do you think this is gonna be a big loss for the Giants if Kayvon Thibodeau isn't able to start week one? Or would you just like break beef us? Would you just send him out until he you made sure he was hundred percent before you brought him back? Yeah, this is your investment, man. You got him for the long haul, the next four or five years. No reason to rush him out there. Um, y'all still in a rebuilding year. Let's figure out how it go, you know. Yeah. Um, there's no reason to throw him out there. You 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 get nothing out of rushing the investment when he's gonna be here guaranteed, you know what I mean, for the next four years. It it just right. don't make sense to throw him out there. Yeah, I'll ask this last question before we uh head to break. Do you think B Flow, 
this would be a bigger story if the roles were reversed, right? If because when Yannick did it, it was a crazy. I don't know if you remember last year. This was a, it was a, it was all over media, all over the place when Yannick went and cut Logan Thomas. Um, if you think you know Thibodeau did that to Moss and he was down, do you think this story would have got more attention? Oh, for sure. Cause we always protecting the offense side of the ball, right? Mm. Even just on run plays when receivers coming out like they go stop blocking and just hit DBs. And they knees, cut, right? yeah, exactly. Like, you know how crazy that'll look? We did that to the receivers. <laughs> It'd have been like, we purposely trying to take him out, like exactly. get him out of the game. He trying to tear his knee up. Well, DBs and safeties get flacked all the time. And the receivers- well, bro, you, I really you played with a guy that used to yeah, do that bro. shit all the time, bro, with the Jets, bro. His cheap ass. I ain't gonna call his name out. Uh, put a name on it, Pat. Yeah, your boy. You know who I'm talking about? Who out down there chased off the field on the backside of the play, bro? They was cutting the corners. I'm like, yo, bro, we on the backside of the play, bro. Don't do that shit no that's more. Fine. Like the ball is all the way on the other side. But that's but that but that shows like it's it's almost an indictment of the NFL, right? Because it's it's like blatant now, beef flow and pack. How the rules are really predicated to the offense having success. Like the offensive line can still cut as long as they. You know, as long as the D lineman isn't engaged with the offensive lineman. So if I'm on the backside, say I don't get my, if I'm a three technique, say I don't get my hand on that guard on that, you know, on that that uh, toss play, the tackle can cut me still, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah. And and if he cut and roll up under me, I could be <laughs> I could be out for the year. Yeah. But yet, on a pick play, if we get an interception, I can't cut blocking them. I can't even peel back and block nobody. But it's crazy that our DB that is a five foot ten, one eighty five. Uh, offensive lineman on a stretch play down block run me out the club he can run run you out the club and then also they i think they can still cut block you two offensive linemen in space so it's like bro it's it's crazy how slanted the rules are for the offense to succeed i'm just saying if if you want to take cut blocks out for the defense and you worried about defensive you know guys hitting quarterbacks too low or dbs and safety hitting receivers too low in the middle of the field take all these these blocks out of the game we don't even we don't even gotta worry about it man I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, SiriusXM Channel. 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. <laughs>